Hi there, the XYZ Experiment podcast. I've got a topic of conversation that I think I would like you guys to potentially have a chat about. Now, I am a long-time listener, first-time caller, so I'm very interested to see what you've got to say about the topic of dressing your age and what does that actually mean? Um, It's a question I ask myself. I am a millennial. I'm 35. And especially recently, I found myself thinking, how am I, I, inverted commas, supposed to dress now as a 35-year-old nursing professional? Does it change with age? Do people have different boundaries? Has it evolved with the time? Let me know what you guys think of that. So what does it mean, Amelia, to you, dressing your age? As a Gen Z? I don't actually even think about it, to be honest. So I think a lot of these questions come up, particularly because of people like Madonna, um, who, you know, likes to dress really sexy, likes to show her bum and her boobs and things like that. And people are getting very upset about it, you know, because she's in her 60s going, uh, dress your age, you know, this is terrible and putting all sorts of comments on her Instagram and she's sort of saying F you to everybody. Like when do we say to somebody you can't do that anymore, that you can't be sexy anymore and you can't dress the way that you want to dress anymore? Um, Because I think that's a big thing. If that's part of your persona and a part of who you are, then that's really – what do they want her to dress up as? Like a matron? What what do Mm. they want? Like I don't understand what they want. And she is a a rock star, so I feel like – and still Amelia's, a rock star. And still a rock star. Like she's a performer. And so, and as mm. a performer, there's a particular dress code that they wear, which isn't your typical one. Like, does she wear that when she goes to the grocery store? I don't know. Um, and so I kind of think there's different dress codes for different events or um, things like that. But it's interesting because I follow Trini Woodall a oh, yeah. lot love her and I get a lot of you know I watch her closet confessions and she often will say I think she's in her 50s and she'll wear an outfit or she'll put on an outfit and she'll say I can't wear this anymore or I shouldn't be wearing this anymore it's a little bit and like makes like a mutton dressed as lamb kind of sound effect and so I do think there's an element of when a dress might make you look young or is for a younger age not necessarily because it's sexy but just because of the cut or the young feel to it and there's also dresses that make people look matronly because I you know Mm. you know I love to watch say yes to the dress and often (laughs) they be like that wedding dress makes you look matronly um as opposed to like a young bride so maybe that so is this but I feel this dress appropriately thing is coming a lot from women on women you know, mm. that women, oh, 100%. women setting the rules about this is the way that you're expected to dress now because now you're 50 or now you're 60. And I know, um, Amelia, I feel like with your age group, that question doesn't come up yet. It doesn't come up yet. You could wear anything in your 20s, anything, and get away with it. Whereas someone in their, you know, 40s, 50s and 60s, not so much. And no, I think the question's more about as as you get older – how are you dressing and why and who are you dressing for? I think that's more the question and the more interesting topic, to be completely honest. Yeah, I think that whole phrase that comes up when you think about it, the whole concept of mutton dressed as lamb, 
I find that an incredibly offensive mm. phrase for older women in particular because it, well, women in general, it's very disempowering because it puts us as a marketable object. Like you think about mutton in a, a farming sense and going down the farming tangent, but a mutton is a lamb that's after 12 months when it's had its, its hogget teeth come in and once you hit that point, the price point drops dramatically and people, uh, they try and sell that lamb off before it becomes mutton because it's considered a just like a really like peasanty, like not great, tough meat. So, yeah, I think it's just like it's a horrible, horrible phrase. And the fact that women weaponize that, well, women and men, but people weaponize that against women is like really messed up. It's really used a lot. And quite casually, I think. Like, I, I'm sure I have said she looks like mutton dressed as lamb. I'm absolutely sure of it. Oh, it's so fine. 100%. You know, now I'm thinking, thinking, God, why did I say that? I'm just, I'm just adding to that, to that, you know, to say it so casually. And I probably said it to somebody else. And, you know, that's just horrible, actually, if I think about it. Really, really horrible. But, Fiona, are there things that you now deliberately do not wear? Yeah. Like? So my whole, I, I've actually found it really hard over the last couple of years to establish my new style of dress. I don't think COVID helped. Like, as we know, we already talked about having the um, comfortable pants. Um, but there's things I can't wear anymore. But it doesn't mean I don't enjoy looking at it. Like and one thing I notice now, like if I go to a party and there's a lot of young people there, all the cutouts that people are wearing, there's so many cutouts on the sides and at the front. And and I think, well, I can't, I can't wear that anymore. And one of the reasons why I can't wear that anymore is I don't have the body confidence to pull that off. So that's on me, not on anybody else. But maybe a woman who's my age who has some sort of spectacular body or spectacular confidence might wear that. And that's okay, okay. you know. I think that's okay as well. Have you found any differences you've got older, Dash? Or? Yeah, I think when I was in my 20s. So this is a really interesting conversation, right? Mm. Because when I was in my late 20s I loved to wear like denim mini skirts mm -hmm. and I'd wear them with like footless tights and heels or I don't know was that in fashion I don't know but heaps, <laughs> heaps of my friends and I were wearing this look and I've like I've literally not worn a denim mini skirt or a skirt that short for probably a good decade like I have really stopped since then and I don't know whether or not it was I felt it was an age thing that I couldn't get away in my 30s wearing a denim in particular mini skirt. Like I thought that was a young look um, and so I stopped. Um, but I would wear a denim midi skirt and I'd wear a denim maxi skirt, just not a denim mini skirt. Goodness, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> I think the other thing is there is the idea of what I want to look like and what I actually look like and the things that I naturally gravitate towards in my wardrobe over what I might have in my wardrobe. So sometimes I'll buy beautiful dresses or I'll buy, yeah, really nice outfits. But the reality is I will always gravitate towards the easy to wear outfits. They might still put be really stylish. Like what I'm wearing today, for example, for our listeners, is a top from Cos doesn't need to be ironed, right? Right. 
hate a top that needs to be ironed. And I'm wearing um, pants from Country Road, which are elasticized. So they're literally like tracksuit pants, but I've worn them to work because they have a seam down the front. So it looks like proper pants and they have pockets. <laughs> and again, do not need to iron them. And I'm wearing a shawl. And so I think I've gone to no fuss as I've gotten older. It has to be less fuss, easy to get dressed. Um, mm. So that's my experience. I often look around at people in the street and I almost feel like for each decade you can almost see the uniform that they wear, you know, um, in the type of clothes that they wear. So a lot of women my age, they're in sort of like pants or the three-quarter pants with the... The pedal pushes. Yeah, yeah. With um, with that sort of colourful shirt over the top, you know, so they've got a colourful shirt, they've got a certain hairstyle and... And look, that's fine. But I often look at that and think, oh, my God, not not me. Not not me. I don't want to be part of that uniform. Don't you take know? me. Yeah, I don't want to be part of that <laughs> uniform. But but you do see it. You do see at certain age ranges some, some yeah. Some, I mean, you can dress timeless as well. I was at lunch today with a friend of mine who doesn't, who is a fashionista, absolute fashionista, but doesn't follow the yearly fashion, if that makes sense. You know, she's a timeless fashion. We're standing in this cafe ordering some coffees and um, this person, just this person who doesn't know her, said to her, man, you look spectacular today. And I just thought, she does look spectacular. And then I was standing next to her, just, you know, not dressed up at all, just in my work gear. And I was thinking, I need, I need to pay more attention to to what I'm wearing like I've really got into this habit of going to work very very casual because I get into a uniform anyway but then when we came out of our uniform at lunchtime she got dressed back into her spectacular clothes you know and I thought I've got to do that I've got to I've got to up my game I feel especially with fast fashion nowadays as well it's not even fast fashion anymore it's like hypersonic fashion with the amount of stuff that gets pumped out trends are so transient like they pass so mm. quickly and so like what is even dressing your age like it's there's all these subcultures around like pixie core and just it's yeah <laughs> what is going on so i have really latched onto the minimalist um and i've been really uh doing a lot of down a rabbit hole with it about how you can build your wardrobe around minimalism and um, and how many, what sort of pieces you actually need to, to build that type of wardrobe. And I've re really been changing my style to sort of match that at the moment because I've really found it hard in my 50s to, to find what is my style now, like really, really hard, including like growing my hair and what's the right makeup to wear nowadays and what's the right sort of jewellery and how much flesh do you show and what sort of shoes are you wearing? Like I don't like to wear really high heels anymore, but I also don't want to look dowdy in a pair of flat, you know, not nice looking shoes. It's a really hard dilemma. So Fiona, define what you mean by minimal minimalism. So minimalism is um, where you uh, probably don't have a lot of big colour combinations. So you wear a lot of black and white and um, sort of torpy colours. Um, now and again, you might add in a red or a dash of blue or something like that. Um, a lot of wide leg trousers and, um, and long skirts. 
and um, jackets like bomber jackets and denim jackets, uh, a lot of denim um, and like T-shirts underneath with really clean lines, like really clean lines. Um, it's almost a little bit... Un- you can be very feminine and you can be quite um, uh, andro- androgynous. androgynous as well with it, yeah. Because I feel like that's another thing that happens as you get older is people stop wearing colour. Yeah, well, you know, I've got I've got quite a bit of colour, um, but I certainly don't wear as much as I used to, that's for sure. Yeah. But Amelia, have you stopped wearing anything? I definitely think my style has evolved. I think a little bit more about what I wear sometimes in the sense of in certain circumstances, because especially like when I'm fit and I feel like I'm looking snatched, could wear a lot of things and feel like I could pull them off quite nicely. But in some circumstances, I don't want to wear certain things because I don't want to get certain responses from people around me. So it's like kind of this chameleon effect where I pick based on the scenario around me. So because I'm in the professional space a lot of the time and even like outside of hours with conferences and that sort of thing, I'll always wear something that pops. But I think like, for example, I would be hesitant to wear anything that had too much cleavage or anything like that just because like I also want people to take me seriously because I'm very young. So I almost Mm. dress older than my age because it's age is something that doesn't play in my favor already in that space just thinking about what you're saying in that very start there it's really got me thinking about how using dressing as almost um not camouflage for you but almost as a way to play a role if that makes Mm. sense you know that you're you're dressing more mature to get more respect in the room, basically. You know to try and um, and and look more. Well, you are really professional, but to try and look more professional and look more mature, if that's mm. if that's the case. Like, and you're using clothes to do that. You know, and I imagine you're probably matching your hair and your makeup to that as well. And like, I mean business. I mean, I'm in here and I mean business, and I deserve my spot in this room, and I'm. And you're using that whole um, uh, masquerade almost to to it's, project that. It's almost like one of my favourite quotes. Well, I have a lot of favourite quotes from RuPaul, but he says, we're born naked and the rest is drag. Like we all have our different drag costumes mm. and like in a professional space, that is my professional drag. Like if I dressed my age and in inverted commas in that space, I would be seen in a very different light. So I think it's kind of fun in a way. It's sort of like you get to pick the character that you're playing. Because sometimes I think like I, I go to work very casually, as I said, because I get into work and I put on a, a, a scrubs, literally. And, um, and, and then I think, oh, if people saw me on the street and I'm just in my tracksuit pants and like I'm dressed really comfortable, do they think that I've just given up? on fashion like do they think I've just given up and really it's just that I'm just trying to be really comfortable and get to work and because I'm going to get changed anyway and I'm not going to or from anywhere if I was going to do that I might dress differently um if I was going out afterwards I wouldn't wear my casual stuff but yeah I sometimes wonder 
does she think, has she given up? You know, she's just dressed in her, you know, elastic pants and her, you know, Uniqlo jumper and her sneakers and got a backpack on which you'd go hiking with. <laughs> just pure it, comfort. I think it's interesting because the first few years I knew you, and we haven't known each other for that long, yeah. right? The things that stood out for me were you did wear colour yeah. and I would notice colour on you and you would wear things like sequins pants. Yeah, like yeah. you would wear like these outrageous outfits really comfortably. Mm. Yet mm. I don't see you in those anymore. I think um, I do now if I'm going out. Like I went to a birthday party last weekend and I really made an effort to get dressed up and I, I really did. I spent quite a bit of time deciding what I was going to wear. I knew the party was going to be full of a lot of 40-somethings and I thought, no, I'm going to really make an effort. I did my hair and all that and I turned up and I went to get a drink and this guy was standing next to me and he just goes wow, you look spectacular. And I went, oh, thanks. And it made my night. It absolutely made my yeah. night. And I thought, oh, I should put more effort. <laughs> I, should, I should put more effort into dressing up a bit more and things like that, you know, just my, and like when we did Williamson together, I used to make a lot of effort in what I was projecting when I came to all those meetings and things like that. I was very conscious of, um, uh, the space that I was going into and what sort of impact, visual impact I wanted to give. And so I was very strategic in what I was wearing to that. So I do, I think I'm a like you, Amelia. That's why the question was interesting to me because on my off days, I'm quite relaxed, but when I need to turn it on, I will use my clothes and my jewellery to do that, you know, but my clothing is is quite different, Um to when I was in my 20s and things like that with what I would wear. and But I think also a lot of it has to do with um, I put on quite a bit of weight during lockdown so I can't wear some of my spectacular clothes at the moment, which is really making me sad because I'm not going to get rid of them. I love them. I think some of them are timeless, but um, I just think I have, to, I have to be able to fit back into that. Mm. <laughs> That's the hard part. <laughs> but this is the thing. It's such a confusing space I think for a lot of women yeah it's hard it's really hard and and um you can I mean now we're going into different areas but like sometimes I can catch a reflection of myself in the mirror and that and I think who is that person I don't even recognize who she is and and I think oh you know what all I need to do is just unzip myself and step out because <laughs> I'm in here you know, I just mm. need to just need to climb out and here I am you know to and I think a lot of women I think a lot of women might feel that way you know just um and it does affect the way that you dress I think it really does I think men feel that way too you do yeah yeah, yeah. definitely I know they do kind of toxic that we put well not kind of it's very toxic that we put these insecurities of our own onto others who sort of dance and flirt with the lines of what we consider is appropriate but where does that come from why do why do like I, I I don't feel like anyone's putting the pressure on me it's myself it's myself thinking um that I I want to wear different things and do different things I don't feel like that's pressure from anybody else what, what do you guys what do you think 
I got I used to growing up got a lot of pressure about what was appropriate to wear and what was not appropriate to wear from the church, but also from a cultural background, yes. like a conservative kind of cultural thing. And you know, like I find it interesting how my look is perceived in a particular in in a cultural community, like in an Asian community. I have short hair. I often dress cool and modern versus feminine and that's not always a look that I think people think is okay um and so yeah I think I get pressure or I used to feel pressure from a cultural community perspective and so if I was going to a event where I knew there'd be lots of aunties I wouldn't wear particular things really yeah, and even now, I may push the boundaries a little bit, but there's definitely outfits I wouldn't wear. Okay. Because I'd just be like, oh, I'm just going to get, like, judgy comments. And and it's not even comments like they're very vocal in their comments. They'll tell you to your face what they think about it. <laughs> there's no, like, trying to hide from that. Or they'll tell my mother. Wow. Mm. Yeah. And so sometimes just to keep the peace, it's easier not to. But then I don't go to that many cultural events for that reason. Um, sometimes I think it's fun, though, to buck the standards. Like, because mm. I'm from a small country town and sometimes I'm like, stuff it. Like, just do something, wear something outrageous for the sake of being extra. Yeah. And like, if they're going to, they're going to talk anyways. So just give them something to talk about. Kind of fun. So there's like this is a that's the thing, right? Like that's not even an age thing. That's a community thing, like a community mm. norm and what's expected in those communities about what you can and cannot wear versus for your own self thinking what can I wear or cannot can wear based on maybe how I'm feeling about my body or where I'm going professionally or things like that. Like I think that's two different elements um, coming into it. I wonder if sometimes if I called like someone's dress mutton as lamb, if that says more about me than it says about them. You know, maybe I wish I could wear something like that and get away with it or I had the braveness. Or is it brave? Or have I just felt that confident that I'd be happy to wear that as well? Yeah. Well, as they say, when you point one finger, there's always four pointing back at you. Yeah. It's, um, I, I just, I think, I don't know, nowadays I just think, like, do what you want to do, like, dress as you want to dress, and, and I just feel nowadays I just think, oh, I'm not going to judge you, if you want to do that, you want to do that, and that's fine. I, yeah, but are you saying that to others, or are you also saying that to yourself? Like, are you wearing what you want to wear? I definitely am wearing what I want to wear, but I definitely not as, um, I'm far more casual about it than I used to be. It's funny because as you get older, like there's things like um, I couldn't wear a lot of my shoes for 18 months because I got a really, really serious um, uh, fasciplantitis on my foot and uh, whatever that's – I've probably said it Plantar the wrong way. Fasciitis. Fasciitis. Yeah. And it was severe, like the worst thing I have experienced in a long time. So 
I couldn't wear any of my beautiful shoes. All I could wear was literally one pair of sneakers that didn't give me agony by the end of the day and I could actually walk the next day. And then I did a frozen shoulder so I couldn't wear certain things because I couldn't get them on. Like, mm. I don't know if I've told you guys this you guys this story but earlier this year before I had my shoulder treated I um, was going to a 50th birthday party a good friend of ours Christina and um, and I saw this spectacular jumpsuit that I thought I'm gonna I love jumpsuits I'm gonna wear this jumpsuit right so I take it to the change room it's the right size for me I take it to the change room I put it on and I think yeah I love it I cannot get it off because of my shoulder and I can't get it off and I'm starting I really started to panic. I'm sweating. I reckon it took me maybe 15 minutes to try and get it off. In my head, I'm going, oh, my God, I'm going to have to buy it and go home and take a pair of scissors to it like to get out of this thing. I'm going, And I'm in my so I can't ask anybody to come and help me because there's nobody on the floor I, to come and help me get it off because oh. all I needed was someone to sort of go behind my shoulders and drag it down. And I'm thinking, do I call my husband to come and help? And then I thought, I'm just going to tear it. I'm just going to tear it. Because I was panic, I was actually having a mild panic attack. I've, I'm just going to tear it to get it off, and um, but I did. In the end, I got out of it. I got out of it, and I didn't tear it or anything like that, and it was fine. But then I thought, okay, I can't try anything on like that anymore. I can't. I, it really. Um, I mean, now my shoulder's fixed, but like I would be a really bit scared trying on another one again because the experience was so awful. And then also just thinking things like, where am I going to put my insulin pump? I think that all the time. Where's that yeah. bump? Where's that bump going to sit on my body? And I've got, you know, the blood, the uh, CGM. How does that look in it? Like I feel like all that paraphernalia I have to wear around my abdomen makes me a bit self-conscious as well about what I'm going to wear because you can see the lumps. You can see the lumps yeah, of yeah. it. You know, so trying to think about, well, how will that hide and... Yeah. Do you find that dash with your insulin pump and trying to think around it? Mm. So I think that's probably why I wear pants and tops yeah, or skirts and tops too. more. And if I do wear dresses, it obviously has to have a pocket. But yeah. I love jumpsuits and I do have a lot of jumpsuits, but the jumpsuits either have pockets or it's a crossover design where I can tuck yeah. my pump in. So yeah. I think I, I do think about it a lot. But it's really interesting because, you know, my body shape has changed a lot. I've had to buy new clothes before because of it but like I wouldn't say I am that body conscious mm. and I would say overall I'm pretty body confident because I'm just like this is the body I'm in like mm. this is just the reality so I'll dress to my body and I'm not going to force my body to look a particular way whereas in I do know for a lot of millennials and particularly the men millennials that are hitting their 40s there seems to be a big conversation on what can I wear and what does my body look like right now? Mm. And there's a lot of tr like trying to get back to looking like I was, they were in their early thirties and I'm just like, mm, it's not a reality. I don't want to have to fight my body every decade to look the decade it was at the start when that's not mm. what it's, you know, life is too short for that. So I'd rather be healthy. And yes, I do have to watch, watch my weight and all of that kind of stuff. But I also don't want to miss out on wearing the clothes that I love or wearing things. If I have to just go up a size, I have to go up a size. Mm. What do you think is the uniform of millennial women? I think there's a few. So it's so funny you say this, right? Because um, I was noticing 
shops I've been buying from a lot recently. So I buy a lot from Elk and I buy a lot from, I used to buy a lot from Gorman, but I've kind of gone off them a little bit. But Mr. Zimmy, they're all very colourful. They're all very kind of comfortable clothes. I did buy a few items from Suzanne's, which I always thought was like an older person's brand. And I was like chatting to some of my friends and they're like, no, I buy from Suzanne now too. And then my husband was like, yeah, because you're that age range for Suzanne now. And I was like, stop it. (laughs) Oh, my God. The millennials are in the Suzanne age bracket when we didn't used to be. And so I do think linen is a big thing millennials are wearing. I do think millennials have also gone to more of the wide leg pants because it's in fashion now, but we are, I feel, overall rejecting the reversion back to the 90s where people were wearing like low slung jeans and tight jeans. That's kind of coming back into fashion a little bit and I don't think the millennials are going there because we lived through it and we can't do it again. (laughs) So are you happy with the way you're dressing for your age? No, I'm still trying to find myself again. It's just I have found... The leap from my 40s to my 50s, quite quite a leap, quite a leap for me. And why do you, th- do you think that's also to do with menopause? An age, yeah. An age. Yeah, an age, yeah. So quite a leap. And I think with menopause, that was sort of three years of a bit of a wilderness and I'm only just coming out of that now. I'm really, I've been thinking a lot this year, thinking, oh, she's back. Fiona's back. Like she's she's coming back again because you do go into a bit of a wilderness for a little while and maybe a little bit of an identity crisis during it. And that comes out in your fashion and things like that. So like if you put some weight on during menopause, probably the reason why I wear a lot more black is because it hides it a bit better. You, you know what I mean? It hides mm-hmm. some of the lumps and bumps. So you tend to start wearing darker colours again because the brighter colours can highlight it a bit more. And if you're feeling conscious of carrying a few extra kilos you know you're trying to hide it and so the black can hide that sometimes as well it's a it's a tough thing it's a a tough thing aging and and I'm certainly aging quite differently to how my mum aged like when my mum was in her 50s I was I was 32 when my mum was my age so I remember my my mum at my age and she dressed quite differently to how I dress and not because of what year it was, but just my mum was a much older 54-year-old than I was, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like like they say, oh, you know, 50s are now the 40s. I would agree with that. Like sometimes I'm doing things in my life and I'm dressing in certain ways thinking my mum would never have done that. My mum would never have done that at this age. It's interesting sort of trying to work your way through that. (laughs) Mm. So, Amelia, what's your take on that then too? It's a game. So you're playing a game. Yeah. It's like I definitely have fun with it. Um, Like I love some executive realness. I like being glamorous. I like being fun. I like being casual. I love tracksuit pants. They're great. If anything, I hate following the herd. Like, I hate being dressed like everybody else. It's not because I want to be different and alternative, but it's like I also don't want to be, like, towing the line of what's what's in and what's not. Like, oh, you're wearing stripes? It's polka dots this week. Did you yeah. get the memo? 
Yeah. yeah. I just, I don't have the bandwidth for it. So you are playing a game. Um, Fiona is refinding herself and redefining her style. What about you, Dash? I think I'm still having fun. I feel like I'm comfortable and confident in yeah. where I am with my style. But I do think as I get older, it will change. And I am curious as to what menopause will do to that. Um, but I feel like I've let go of a lot of other people's expectations and I dress for myself. It's Amelia here. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the XYZ Experiment podcast. And don't forget to leave a rating and a review. If you enjoyed our show, please share it with your family and friends. We would really appreciate that. And hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Instagram at the XYZ Experiment for all the latest updates and news and multiple fun facts. We love that. Our original music is composed and performed by Luke Champion.